hard not to get excited about Paul's words right. about loving other people and about restoring other people and about helping other people. You know, it seems like the basis of Christianity. So, any burning desires? Anybody want to talk about what we just talked about? You want to talk about? In the New York Times, David Brooks had an op-ed, and sometimes he just thoroughly irritates me. Uh-huh. Um, and so he was talking about um, Michael Cohen and his testimony. And... Um, Basically, you know, Michael Cohen ended his testimony before Congress saying, I'm hoping that this is a step toward redemption for me, that I'm trying to be a different man for my children and for myself. And so this is the first step, is to tell the truth and then go to prison for it. So so David Brooks writes this op-ed. Well, this is what Michael Cohen said. But I don't think it's really redemption. I don't think he means it. And he goes through this whole op-ed about how he thinks Michael Cohen isn't sincere and I think David Brooks how do you know? Yeah. You don't know what goes on in another man's heart. And I thought that's kind of like One of the amazing things about Cohen's testimony somebody said well why should you believe me? Why should we believe you? You are a convicted liar. He said don't believe me. I have the documents. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah, I understand. Don't believe it. Yeah, but take a look. Here's the president's signature on a payment for the Stormy Daniels. Oh. You know, uh, yeah, and I've experienced that kind of rejection. The pastor emeritus of the church I used to go to was coming back to preach, so I contacted the church uh, and the choir director and said, I'm a jazz violinist, so whatever you guys are singing, I can jam with you. I don't need any chart. I can just join you. Yeah. And she was so very excited about it. Well, their staff meeting is on Monday mornings. At noon on Monday, I get a call from the the, the lady, and she says, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to ask you not to come. And I go, why? The pastor said, we don't want any avowed homosexuals playing violin in our church. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I know. And I said, okay, all right, you know. She called me that evening when she wasn't in the church. She said, I'm so sorry this happened, but I need to tell you, I've got to tell the gay people in the choir to keep it quiet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Otherwise, a lot of people would leave the choir. Right. Yeah. I mean, I remember going to mega churches to do stuff for gay rights with Soul Force. Yeah. And going into these churches and people from the churches quietly coming up to us going like thank you for what you're doing you know they were part of the church but they were not out or they were allies or whatever you know but they had to keep quiet and they were glad that somebody was speaking out Um, to Lee Scansoni in Virginia Mollenkopf wrote wrote a book called Is This Homosexual My Neighbor and they were going to write a, a book on Christian ethics but when they got to sexuality, they said, oh, we have to write it about this. Because they figure that roughly 50% of the people in every Christian congregation know and care about somebody who's gay. Yeah. So when these pastors stand up and blissfully state, oh, we have to reject these people, half their congregation is going, okay, pastor, that's your idea. We've got a different one. Yeah. It's, it's insane. 
It's insane. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane that still happens. It really is. It's and, absurd. Uh, what Paul says, you know, hey, I bear the marks of carrying this message. Um, I just recently became enamored of a lecture by Jay Cohen, C O E N, on black theology. Yeah. He, he wrote the first book. Amazing. Have you? I've read a little bit of it. Yeah, his books are phenomenal. School. And there's a YouTube of his talking about black theology at Yale, repeating a, 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 a message that he did in a couple of other instances. And the thing that struck me, and the thing about racism in the United States, and those people who choose to be Christian, he said, there's black blood on this. This is not just a tiny social sociological issue. Yeah. People die because of this racism. Yeah. People die because of white privilege. Right. Now, in Paul's message, there is Christ's blood on this message. Yeah. In other words, it's not just a funky little, oh yeah, that's a very good philosophy. Bullshit. Yeah. Hey, Paul died because of this message. Yeah. More than likely he was wrapped in animal skins and fed to lions or 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 some sort of live animals. Right. So there's blood on this message. It is not just a nice philosophical idea. I mean, look at nonviolence. Most of our nonviolent leaders suffered horrific violence. I have to say, Jay, I think that you're wrong about uh, <laughs> us not us not supporting you if we heard your therapy sessions or saw your started your day I really think you're wrong man because I think you could say that about any one of us yeah and I don't think it's it's that like we're such a a broken special group of people like I think everyone is broken and like in those mega churches and in these like plastic constructions of the, the popular church like people are just really good at hiding it yeah. and there's a culture even outside of the church oh absolutely yeah. yeah there's a culture of hiding it and I think that's something that we fight against and push against and um, I think we're I think you could easily say that I think you if you if you're valid in saying I wouldn't come here anymore if I saw your morning I think that you'd just be you'd be just as valid to say that about me if you saw every part of my day right and I think I think that unconditional love is hard and it's not I mean I think that's why religion is a practice but like I think that I don't think I'm going anywhere man like even even if it gets really really bad dude yeah well thank you because I desperately depend on you yeah <laughs> I mean you we couldn't get these things that these services people wouldn't be able to listen to the services if it wasn't for your work so I'm grateful for you thank you love you saying that I was wondering what you're about to disagree with me about. I was like, wait a second, yeah. disagree with a, the man of God? <laughs> it was an encouraging disagreement. Yeah, that was an encouraging disagreement. You got me there. You're just like, what? <laughs> this is what Bruce Colburn said. Um, I think the notion of finding solidarity in a community of stumblers and screw-ups is one that is very freeing. It is. And then he says... Sharing a communal understanding that people are broken and yet fully capable of loving and being loved anyway made all the difference. That's why, like, growing up with Henry Nowen and Brennan Manning and uh, my 
like Iaconelli and Philippi Yancey, well, yeah, a little bit of Philippi Yancey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not all of Philippi Yancey. Um, uh, Brendan Manning, those guys, grace guys, grace junkies, really helped me learn to embrace brokenness. In books like A Wounded Healer and things like that, really. Yeah, Manning had multiple relapses. Yeah, he did. But he kept on preaching the word and had, has wonderful things. I, to I got to write a quote in his last book, which was one of the highlights of my career. Wow. Um, All is grace. And I cried reading that book. I mean, it, I mean, it just tore me up. Because he talked about when he was having his relapses. And I remember seeing him speak during some of his relapses. Yeah. And when he was not telling the truth about certain things, and then some of his stories were lies, and all this stuff. And in my quote, I wrote, one of the things I wrote was, is this is what we fear of grace the most. Yeah. You know, this is, this is why we fear grace, is because we continue to stumble through life, and we continue to need it, you know. And he was, you know, he was a messed up guy. He struggled. He had relapses. He wasn't great to his family and um, had an issue with telling the truth sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it made me embrace him even more. You know, because I was going, oh, this is, there's a lot of humanity here. Yeah. But man, humanity can be messy. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm having a nice time reading Nadia Bowles Weber new new book. And she kind of says, okay, let's take all the rules, let's take all of the pronouncements about human sexuality, uh, the goods and the bads and the do's and the don'ts and put them aside. And let's look at what people are going through and what they need and how to love um, rather than all of these pronouncements. You know, um, I can't go back to First Baptist Church because I am an avowed homosexual, yeah. you know, I'm which sorry. is the, the church I grew up in. Yeah, I I was a youth minister and I taught, um, I taught an adult class, and they loved it, but I can't go back there. Yeah, I don't think I could preach in this as a God church now because I've been divorced almost twice. <laughs> well, obviously you have no right to preach. No, which is crazy. How many divorced people need a preacher? And my wife is an atheist. A yeah. terrible wife. So well, I, unequally I, yoked. I joked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, see, you were unequally yoked. I remember my dad was like, so what? And I was like, oh, she's an agnostic. And I'm more than an atheist because I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> he's like, so what? You know, and I'm like, dad, are you asking if we're equally yoked? <laughs> you asked like, I, I said that to him. He's like, no, I mean, I like people who seek knowledge and wisdom. I understand that, you know. <laughs> um, oh, well. It's bizarre. Maybe, maybe there is something to the unequally yoked thing. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh. I was just going to say, historically, the bakers have had rough times, and they're able to put something back together again. Yeah. Look at what your dad's done. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. You know, it's strange he's been really compassionate towards me through this even though it's just been through texting um, we don't agree on almost anything um, 
How could he get around Galatians? But then he told me he would like me to have a show on his network. No. Yes. Okay, I'm going to admit this on the afterglow. <laughs> that would be awesome. And I said, Dad, it would destroy your ministry. He goes, I don't care. You're my son. Oh, uh-huh. And um, I thought it would be I was like, well, just donate some cameras and we'll just film service, you know. Um, that would be interesting. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't really consider it, but um, because he's crazy, but he was like, um, and he thinks I'm crazy. But, you know, it's like the last text I got from him. It's like, the devil has just been trying to destroy you for so long, son. Keep standing. And he sent me a clock. I said, don't give up or you can make it or something. I mean, really strange. It was like, <laughs> no time, don't give up any time or something. Of course, sent it to my address, my oh, to your wife or my wife, yeah, to our house. And that was great. <sighs> I told her she could have it, she could claim it. <laughs> you know, um, we were talking at breakfast, and um, I listened to a radio station called KFAI Fresh Air Radio. Um, I don't know if yeah. you listen to it, but um. They have an option where they have blocks of time. I think they're usually on Sundays where they let people from the community um, have a show for an hour. Oh, that's cool. And I was thinking maybe we could do a show, a one-hour block, or you could. Um, Or we could have our church on for an hour. Or just somehow, because you you can use that block of time any way you like. I mean, you have to ask them. Obviously, if you are a yeah. hate group, that would not be acceptable. Right. But, you know, they're just looking for people to express themselves. That's a great idea. I love radio. I, love, I always, I kind of did a, I did my podcast for about a year, two seasons of it. But I mean, I always really, I called it This Is Radio Cast because I always wanted to do radio. It's always been a dream of mine to just host a radio show so maybe that's something I can look into now that I have more time on my hands look on their website KFA yeah or I don't know if I'm going to have more time on my hands being a single dad half time is going to be pretty crazy and I'm not sure if I'm going to need to get a part time job sooner or not so we'll see but it would be nice if that part time job was hosting a radio show Well, Doug Padgett had a show. He had an actual show every yeah. week on that station. Oh, yeah. That was, a sh- that was the station that Doug's show was on? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I was on that show. Yeah. So this is just like a one-time thing, but, I mean, you could also probably talk to them about something more permanent if you felt like Yeah, that would be great. That would be cool. That's an idea. That's a really good idea. Some lost souls from the radio air. <laughs> well, you know, bring some of the sick people. Hold your hand on the radio. <laughs> the old time gospel hour. WWJD FM. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Anybody else got anything to share about the sermon or talk, or are we done? I was gonna say. Oh yeah! <laughs> Yay! I think. That restoration part is so important. I tend to hold grudges, or it takes me a long time to get over something. Um, but there's a relationship that I was like, 
I was going to be in anyway because it was a work relationship. Yeah. So I think sharing a little bit about myself and what I do and what I believe in um, kind of helped open things up in a way where it's making things better for like everyone around mm-hmm. me also. Um, as far as like paying attention to the diverse team members uh, like that I work with or just a little bit of empathy and understanding and can make things better for everyone and just having some more trust and communication by giving you know giving somebody a little grace giving somebody a little space um, and a little bit of understanding helped a lot even though it's hard yeah it's really hard thank you that was great all right folks we'll see you next week talk to each other a post-christian production